Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Safe Space. So today we have we have Amanda, we have Carl, we have Blessing. So how are you guys doing this week? Amanda, how how's your week going? Um, it's been going pretty. It's been pretty boring to be honest, because I really haven't had anything else to do. And usually I go to the beach, you know, about help with homework to talk to communicate and makes me feel you know a little bit more lively rather than staying in the house all week because you can't really do anything in the house so i've been pretty bored and pretty sad just being sad yes i should actually mention again we are still in lockdown so we are all joining each other again via zoom hopefully this cross our fingers this is our last week being on Zoom together. So hopefully we won't be doing this again for a while. So Blessing, how are you doing? Um, I'm here. You're here. Live. Live. That's good. I have nothing to do. Yeah. But... I did braid my hair by myself for the first time, and oh, it looks kind of good, so I'm proud of myself. Love it, love it. Carl, how's your week going? It's been pretty productive. Um, as Amanda mentioned, I did kind of miss going to the bridge just for the communication and opportunities to do community service and earn some hours So I'm a senior. And staying at home doesn't really feel productive as much when you can just go outside and give back to your community. So I kind of miss that aspect with the Oasis and the fundraising and all those activities that the bridge has to offer. But this week's been productive, just homework. Yeah, I mean, being stuck again for another week, I mean, it's just absolutely, it's absolutely insane. So Marcus, how's your week going? Um, my week's been tiring, boring, and I haven't been doing much other than like going, trying to keep up with my homework assignments and I, and all of, all of that good stuff. I've been, been to a lot of virtual meets, a lot of presentations for school, which were like really, it was informative, but at the same time, most of the time I couldn't keep up with it because it just kept going on and on and on. And then like, it's like, okay, and I was going to go to one meet yesterday about the Shield program thing, and nobody showed up, so, like, okay. I was like, okay. I thought, I looked at the time several times, nobody were there, and that's how my week has been so far. Sounds like, you know, you're kind of, it sounds like it's been a dragging kind of week. Yeah. Krista, what about your week? My week has been pretty eventful but difficult at the same time. Um, so on Sunday, I decided to become a foster mom, and so I have, yeah, I have a two-year-old cat here, and she has not been making me sleep at night. So I'm missing like three days of sleep, but Aww. it's all good. Yeah, she sleeps during the day, and then in the night, it's like. It, she's she has so much energy. I don't know why. Yeah. Oh. 
she literally cries all night and keeps me up, but it's okay. <laughs> That's so fun. Well, welcome yeah. to being a foster for a mama. That's always fun. That's exciting. Definitely. Oh, that's, uh, you got to keep us updated on how that's going, or, you know, during this whole process, because I've never been a foster mom, a uh, foster for a mom. I've just, you know, went straight to flat out adopting. So, um, that's why my house is full of animals and, uh, my house keeps growing and I have a lot of four legged children and I don't think that's ever going to stop. Yes, I'll definitely keep you in, uh, in the loop with everything. She's just right there sleeping, and she's so cute, so it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> so, my question is for uh, all you guys, because, like, now that we've been in, you guys have been in quarantine for a little bit, we're quarantine lockdown, what has it been like as opposed to before when you guys have at least had less, uh, more, a little bit more movement? you know, been able to kind of move around. So what has that been like? Because you guys seem, your energy level has been kind of went, yeah, I've, me, for me, like, my energy level right now, I'm, like, really tired. And, like, I did not, oh. Sorry, we, I, I totally froze because Amanda decided to bring a dog on the screen, and I was just like, oh, God, dog. Um, no, I didn't mean to because I have two dogs, and, like, when there's people walking on the hallway, they get really excited. And when this dog starts barking, my bigger one starts barking, and they start going crazy, so I'm trying to calm him down so he won't wake up my other dog. This is very exciting to keep on with your dog life. Um, so sorry, Marcus, not to diminish how you're feeling currently, but there was yeah. a dog. Yeah, I had to look too. That's why I stopped. <laughs> okay, so. so yeah, I'm tired. I haven't really accomplished as I wanted to do. Like during this quarantine, I wanted to get more things done, but I have been less motivated to do it because I've been tasked with a lot work assignments to do which are mostly like a lot of productive using i have to use my head a lot which is annoying most of the time and all of that and by the time i'm finished i get tired so yeah yeah how are you guys and also feeling the same way like you guys like now that you've been kind of more locked down into your home do you guys feel like you're also kind of losing a little bit more energy um i would say for me yes because the teachers, I know that it's not easy for them, but they are undermining the mental health of students in the way that they're not really paying attention to how much a course load is affecting students. For example, I happen to be the only person in my AP science environmental class. So the superintendent sees that since there's only one student, we should be able to breeze through the whole curriculum in preparation for the AP exam. So I'm oftentimes being tasked with four pages, 10 pages of assignments mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis. And I have other classes to attend and to do work for. And I did I did advocate and let my teacher know that I won't be able to keep up with the workload, but she said it's not her, it's the, um, send her boss or whatever. Wow. That's, that's, that's out of control. That's not good. Um, that's, I mean, good for you for advocating because that's that's a lot for one person. 
Amanda, how have you been feeling? I've been feeling it. I've just been trying to be optimistic and look at every little flower in this weed garden and stuff. But it gets pretty, like, I only live with my mother. So mm-hmm. it's just us. And, like, I don't mind it. But it's like when you're with like the same person like twenty four seven, like it just gets you know tiring, and you with yeah. your dogs and stuff. And I just been on a schedule where it's wake up, turn on my computer, do my work, walk the dogs, go to sleep, do my homework, and then like no continuing. And the thing about my teachers online is that. It's just tiring because when you go to school, yes, sometimes you may have your stressful days or your boring days, but it's still fun because like it's that person to person thing, you know, you're walking, you're talking, you're doing something physical, but you're just laying in a chair in your home, surrounded by your family, just watching lectures. And sometimes one of my teachers, they have kids and they kids don't know how to miss the kids don't know how to behave so like most of the time i'll hear them getting whooped or them being loud like i saw one of them climb onto the curtains and just start screaming and at first it was kind of funny but like after you know it's been like really repetitive and at this point it just got annoying and it's, it's sad but the only thing that's been keeping me up is the Jake Paul and Nate Robinson memes. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm just I'm trying to survive off of that. Yeah, it's a lot. The whole thing's a lot. You know, being on like sitting and being on top of each other. You know, I'm I'm I've been sitting in this same space even during my you know working from home, and I'm just like I can't. Sometimes I find myself getting up and just doing laps around my house, being uh just giving myself space uh yeah so i get it yeah you guys are going you guys are going through it right now you know i don't i don't envy you it's a weird time you guys are growing up in a really weird weird time what are you thinking over there marcus oh your face your face is like having the face of many thoughts like i feel like you're like a face of a, a philosopher because, like, I wanted to relate how, like, this education system is messed up. It's really not really things. It's things that we should know, basically, like, basic math and all of that. But I think that we should add more because we have all of these classes, but they're not really potential life skills that we need in our future. For instance, um, I have business law class, and all I learn, I learn about different different corporations franchise and all of that but i don't learn like the basic steps in order to build a business mm-hmm. i learned just the laws the regulations like of okay but like i know they teach contracts but i don't think it's like my class is going further deep into the concept of that we're not in our school we're not learning about we're learning i don't i haven't taken finance class yet so i'm not sure about things like that but I know potentially we're not learning about credit cards, potential job issues for like, um, for people growing up because a lot of people, um, need jobs for like potentially helping their family and all of that. And a lot of people don't know where to start, which is a major problem for our society and all of that. And I think also another problem that our school has is that 
we have like we've been talking about um many times about mental health care and all of that we have not have a lot of mental health issue um related topics between like our classes and anything and as i said before about the idea of having like a um class meeting between our like different grades and all of that which will be a little bit helpful for the students for us to like discuss about the different things that we're struggling in and how we can improve some of the teachers does that but i think we need more like potential um teachers and the guidance counselor and all of them to like at least potentially do that so that people can at least pass the, the year and all of that right. yeah no you got me i think we should get exempt for this year i'm just saying because when it comes to home, it's really hard to do. You can't just set one strict plan for all students because not all students are the same. If it was in school, yeah, you can do that because every kid has the utilities that they need because they're given to them, you know? But when it's at home, you don't know their living environment, their family issues, their work issues. And because everyone's at home, sometimes parents have to work even more to provide money because of COVID and stuff and find new jobs. So you're stuck watching your siblings, cousins, and stuff like that. Yeah. Some students are probably, you know, probably have COVID and are still attending school while yeah. they sit. So I feel like even about, like even with what grades we get, we should still be exempt because they're asking too much of us. We're not robots. We're human beings. Yeah. yeah. And they, and then it's also relating to how like teachers might not know the full potential of the student that, because a student can have low grades, but still have a lot of potential to do a lot of things because they're not motivated. So they should also take that into account. So yeah, <laughs> you guys are making up really good points and that's, uh, a lot to, to think about, a lot for, you know, that we have to bring up to the, the powers that be, whoever makes, unfortunately, that makes these big calls, which now leads to, I guess, our, our bigger topic of today, you know, talking of powers that be that make the big cuts, that make the bigger decisions. You know, earlier, when we first started this podcast, which, which was the big inspiration, the, which was the Imani Center. Now, when you guys, you which you guys visit often, you guys love. So when you guys think of the Imani Center, can you guys tell me about it? Like when you guys, when you guys think about the Imani Center, tell me what your experience is. Uh, is Amanda, are you gonna start crying? I didn't even start yet because, like, you know, it's. Hmm. Go ahead. No, so, go ahead. It's so much to say. Cause no, I remember, I'm in my freshman year. Okay. I didn't even know what the bridge was. Blessing told me about what the bridge was. I thought they were talking about a literal bridge that they were going to hang out at. <laughs> like meet me at the bridge. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to the bridge. I have to go home. But one day I decided I would go with them. And I was like, you know what? It's okay. I'm probably not going to be late. Cause my freshman year, I just came back from New York and okay. I was a follower. Like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't really have a passion or a motivation. Mm-hmm. So I would just follow my friends. I went to the bridge, and then I saw all these activities, 
all his friends. I saw the warmth of it and like the groups and everything. So I started coming to the bridge more often. Right. And then slowly it felt like I had more of a purpose. I started making new friends. I felt like I could be myself. And it made me feel complete because before I felt kind of lost. Okay. But then I could talk to people, you know, Miss Vanessa, I would always talk with her. Mr. Lynn, he would always give me like so much advice. And like every day I would go and I would talk to Mr. Lynn. And he would just always give me advice about everything. And anytime I felt bad, he would always make me feel better. They helped me with my homework. They helped me with what colleges I wanted to go to. And, you know, the dreams that I had. And, like, they encouraged me. So it's, like, to the bridge, it means a lot to me because, like, I don't like how to explain it, but it's kind of, like, I think you're explaining it the better way. You tell me about, like, you're, you're talking about purpose. Like, tell me about the purpose that you're talking about. Like, the purpose of the bridge? No, the, you, how you kept saying it helped you find purpose. So, basically, my freshman year, when I came back from New York and I stayed with my mom, mm-hmm. it was like, I was doing good, you know, grade-wise and everything, but I didn't really have this thing that I wanted to do. You know, all kids usually have JROTC, they have their sports, they have academics, blah, blah, you know, but no stuff like that. Yeah. I just didn't know what to do, so I would just follow my friends, Blessing and Cynthia, and I would do whatever they wanted to do. So it felt like I wasn't really doing what I wanted to do. Right. So when I joined the bridge, they like they were giving me all these opportunities and stuff. So it just made me feel a lot better. And they encouraged what I wanted to do. Because my freshman year, I was changing every occupation I wanted to be, like every other week. But they still encouraged me. They helped me out. They gave me programs and community service, you know, stuff to do. So my schedule got filled. I had things to look forward to. Like when I woke up in the morning, before I went to the bridge, I would wake up in the morning and I would feel like, well, I'm just going to go to school, do my homework, go back home. But when I joined the bridge, it was more like I woke up and I had things I wanted to do, events that I could do. And it just made me feel like a better person. Like, all the workers, they're so kind. Like, they don't even help you with your grades. They help you with your mental state, too. Which is something that a lot of students to me, like, the bridge is the backbone of the school because without the bridge, you would have all these failing students, students who are smart and have potential, but they're not tapping into their potential because they feel like they don't have any, but the bridge sparks that out. The bridge helps you find community service, help you go to colleges. The bridge helps you with your homework so you can get into, you know, get better grades and get into better classes. It helps you, you know, become strong-willed and stuff. So. You can do, you know, whatever you put your mind to. That's why I think the bridge is so smart. And the best thing about the bridge is that throughout the pandemic, a lot of kids, including me, don't really have anywhere to go to, nothing to do. Yes, there are some activities, like in Google Meets, but no one wants to do that because it just feels more depressing. But when you go to the bridge, they do have the safety procedures there. So you're good. And you're talking, you're communicating, you're doing work. It may be just a little, but it's still something big to you know your heart. Because next time when you wake up and you have online school, you won't feel as bad because you just went out the next day, communicated with people, saw some of your friends, made new friends, learned about other cultures, oh. new things. It's 
it's a lot. That's why I was like tearing up because I love the preach so much. No, not me being mushy. <laughs> no, it, it just like you know, it just sounds like you, you, you know, in this process, you found a lot about yourself. You know, you, you, you did a lot of self exploration, so a lot of self awareness during this whole thing. You know, it, it, it gave you a self, like a, a, a safe place to do that for you. That's what it sounded like. The bridge did. I'm I'm getting that whole like yes. <laughs> um, um, for me, I agree with Amanda a lot of like the bridge accomplishments. I've been I've been at the bridge since I became in high school, and at first I'm like, okay, what is this program going to do for me? Because at middle school they had the same program, kind of the same yeah. program, and it's just like a transition. So I I went there because I'm like. Okay, let me just go there since I have nothing to do over the summer. And I went there. Um, for me, I'm not as I was going to freshman year. I was not really as a talkative person. All of that, so I don't really Which is, like very hard to believe at this point. Yeah, <laughs> it was really hard for me to communicate with like people and all of that because I used to become awkward and everything. But with the bridge, I was able to like improve all of those skills. I was, and as I entered. 10th grade I finally found some no ninth grade no no no, I was still a freshman I was still a freshman and we were talking about different goals opportunities I wanted to do I picked three I picked a lawyer I picked business law and I I picked a business manager and also I picked something with um technology so I have then I've looked I have gotten a paper of all those one of the person at the bridge print out all three of those papers and the requirements of all you need to do so then i look at the business law side and i see that i have to become a great leader and all of that and that's one of the aspects i didn't have i didn't believe i had during those times which i was able to improve i was able to like show that in a bridge with the major like community service opportunities i used to have i was able to lead people there i was able to like a lot of times when we had different things to do during like um quarantine we had different art presentations to do and i was able to do that which allowed me to have more confidence of me doing like presenting things i was able to like show my leadership skills i was able to learn a lot of skills that i needed in the future also in the bridge um a few hours ago they also made a program about we were talking about different stocks stockings and how to like save your money and all of that which is really helpful during this time because of we need a lot of technology and all of that and i and now I think I believe that we're gonna have another pro. They're gonna continue the program. I don't know when, but now I'm like, the new year. yeah, I'm striving to learn how to like do stocks and like everything of that nature. Also, I've learned many more. Like, I've learned how to crochet. I've learned how to do. I've had a lot of mental problems during like quarantine, all of that, because I did not want to do things. I'm unmotivated. I had all this work to do. I. I didn't want to stay home because it's it was a lot of work and I really did not know how how was how was I going to do this work in that short amount of time because it was confusing I was frustrating and everything so the bridge was open and they always had my back when I always needed something also another factor that I have to take in is that like in our school I have done a lot of like different accomplishments and everything and 
when I've done those accomplishments. I haven't been like recognized or anything for those accomplishments by anyone, but I don't really care about that. But the bridge, they really like give me that motivation. They give me that strive. They give like they sh- they help me start to like accomplish more and out and I was able to accomplish more with them. I was able to do a lot and I was like for my essay I've won, I've got accomplished for all of that for everything I've done. Like I've been cheered for and everything and I it was great to like have that cheer from the bridge and everybody else there. And that's why I believe like a bridge is a great place for me and a place that I'll always live to. Thank you. No, thank you, Marcus. Uh, Carl, do you want to share any stories about the bridge that you've had? Um, yeah, um, it actually really taught me about sexual education. As you know, in, I guess, high school, although sex, there is a sexual ed class to kind of keep it PG and kind of censor the important information, which is really crucial to ensure that you don't do stuff that could actually be detrimental to your future. Mm-hmm. Well, of course. Well, um, all right. So I know like where like Irvington, where we live, there's a lot of people who have um, sexually transmitted diseases such as AIDS, um, STDs, um, HIV and AIDS and stuff like that. And I think it was really important that I was able to get an opportunity to learn how to prevent the spread of sexual diseases and how to protect myself because high school didn't teach me that. The classes I took never the gym classes, the sexual ed class I took in high school didn't teach me that. They didn't even cover it. The, um, the APBI class at the bridge actually brought in my eyes to the dangers and actually benefits of being sexually aware and sexually knowledgeable so that I can protect the ones that I love and my family around me. They actually took me on trips to Planned Parenthood. And I know like in some terms, like, it seemed like getting Planned Parenthood, knowing what a plan B is, is actually bad or frowned upon because you're killing life. But I think it's actually very um respectable and not ignorant of you to avoid the information if you know it can better somebody else's life in the long run yeah yeah that's great yeah that's good that you, that that opened the other aspect for you chris but do you want to share any stories about the bridge the money center definitely uh so i'm pretty sure i said everything prior but i'll see where i can like no even if you want to reshare a story uh, definitely. Um, so I believe that the bridge, the Manor Center, is holistic in the team development because it, it literally covers everything that uh, should be taught in schools but is not. And I feel like that's very important because teens need someone to support them, someone who has their back at all times. And I remember... Um, like my senior year of high school, I didn't visit the bridge as much as I would have wanted to. But every time I went there, I was always welcomed with open arms. Like I went MIA like so often. And when I came back, everyone was still like, hey, Carissa, how are you? And everything. So it was like, it's amazing to feel seen and that someone cares about you and stuff like that. I remember they would always uh, check up on our uh, grades. So they would have copies of it. And that like motivated me to stay on track and that someone actually cares because um even when we're at school, they just hand out grades. They don't really care what we do or if we do good or if we succeed. It's just, it is what it is in the school. What you get is what you get and that's it. But the bridge really cares. And everyone in there, you, everyone, they truly care about us. And 
that is something it's so rare um i remember i planned the teen health fair and the bridge was there i was surprised to see the bridge there because the um organization that planned it that i helped was uh was it the Ottawa achievement center and the bridge carried students to gain community service hours and that was just amazing honestly they're so involved with the community and the well-being of the students and that's something you don't just find anywhere so the bridge is very important to us and generations to come so no that's great even you know and i worked for the bridge and some of the stuff i'm like wow we did that um so you know you t the last thing you said it was like the generations to come so let's think of a world that what happens if the money center was not there how do you think what would happen how would that be impactful it'll be a lot during this pandemic oh no yeah without without the bridge i don't know i don't know how students are going to survive to be honest but this is what i'm going to tell them because like if we don't have the bridge like there's going to be a lot of things that students are not going to be able to experience you're not going to get if you don't have grtc you're not getting community service hours that's one thing that's the only program where you get community service hours is grtc without that you can't get any community service hours and also like you're not going to get opportunities to like experience different a lot of factors of like different people like in the bridge we get to speak to like people we it's like a hangout spot also yeah. it's not like we're doing a lot of things academically and all of that we hang out we have fun we do a lot of things we have different um things that we do we have a lot of um art therapy things to to do and i don't think students will experience that because like a lot of, like students sometimes be like this oh they don't like a particular thing but they never have tried it and like at the bridge we have a lot of opportunities to try that and during the pandemic you're not going to be i don't think you're going to be able to have that experience i don't think you're going to have that like recognition to like people like noticing your they're going to notice you but they're not going to really show it to you but because i think a lot of people like really likes to get that recognition like they know that they done something and people are recognizing that a lot of times like i even heard from mr dennis once that he hasn't recognized sometimes for a lot of he's because like most of the time in school when i was in school they always like look at the bad people they always because they're always in the hallways people that are cutting class and all of that they're always recognizing them and never the good students which is why we're the whole grade always getting in trouble which is unfair in my sake but i know teachers have a reason for that but still if you really think about it, it's unfair and every time like that i think about that i think about how like how these kids that doesn't really do anything to like contribute to their education all of that getting all this recognition and we're just doing our best and we're not getting that acknowledgement that we're trying but those bad kids are like this oh i can just run around the hall and then like i always see security guards talking to these kids i always see um superintendents even mr dennis like he knows these bad kids and he just doesn't recognize the kids that at least try do their work and all of that they're never recognized we haven't i haven't seen any accomplishments i haven't seen any during even during when we did not have quarantine i haven't seen nothing only mlk essay that's the only thing i saw when we have 
been able to been recognized. And without the bridge, I don't think we're getting that recognition from our students. And I think that's unfair for a lot of us. Sometimes I wish I could see people like could see like the visuals that are happening on this uh on this thing because uh Manda's totally being Marcus's hype man right now. Um because she's like, yeah, yeah, that's right, Marcus. Um, so thank you, Marcus, for that. And thank you, uh, Amanda, for providing visual entertainment for me. The thing is, is that Marcus is 100% and 10 right. Wait, hold up. 110% right. Yes. Because the thing, the thing about our school is that we don't really get recognized. We don't get community service and everything. And the thing is that without the bridge, most of us wouldn't even have opportunities to go to college. Yes, there is JRTC, but the bridge also helps because kids who don't feel like joining JRTC because there are rules and restrictions that you have to follow in JRTC. So if that's not something that you would personally like to do, there's the bridge. There, there's limited rules, you know, just respect each other. No bullying, stuff like that. Rules are easy to follow. They give you community service, help with colleges. They help you go onto the path of what you want to do. And when JTC does have like community service and stuff like that, they, they'll, they'll contact the bridge, which can help other non-JRTC students participate in that and help them. They help them with their writing skills. Everyone's, you know, so fundamental, like Mr. Chris, who runs the, um, the um financial club thingy, you know, to help us save and invest in socks and, you know, save our money. So it's kinda like the bridge is like really important. So I would I wanna understand why it would, you know, have to be removed if it's mostly helping out with a lot of things. Cause everything that the bridge has is what the school lacks. Yeah. It's cool. So removing the bridge is most likely like making a educated guess, like foreshadowing mm-hmm. the possibilities if the bridge was to be closed down. Grades would drop. So this would be unmotivated. There would be at least like low to no community services. There wouldn't be any place to talk to help you with your mental health and everything. And it wouldn't be a guide for freshmen to know what to do because teachers, if you're not in JTC, there are, there's going to be barely any teacher trying to help you go onto the path of college or the path of what you want to do if college is not your choice. But the bridge does help with that and it helps a lot of kids do what they want to do. So Marcus is 120% correct. 120. 120. 120. Thank you. So my next question is for you guys is, so, you know, the state, as we know, is coming and is looking for budget cuts. If you had to say something to the state, to them, what would you say about the, the Imani Center? I mean, you guys are... Say one more time. So the state is looking to be budget cuts. And, you know, we, and this is a testimonial 
to about the bridge and you had to say something to the governor or the commissioner who anybody to say something about why the bridge what the bridge means to you and what you've learned about the bridge about yourself what would you say to them and why the bridge needs to stay open um everything i said before and i will add additionally to say that um if you take away the bridge from me then you're taking away from our future people that can experience these opportunities i will say that you will t if you're taking the bridge from me you're taking away the 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 year of opportunity i could have had to done community service hours I'm just gonna tell them that they're taking stuff from me that I could have had, and I will, and I'll try to like convince them to say that our the bridge is a great program, and I will state that like a lot of kids can experience a lot in the future from the bridge. And if you're not present to see these accomplishments, then you have no right to take away our opportunities. That's it. Anybody who else? What else would anybody like to say? I would um, make mention that our district in, in general is um, listed as um, an unconstitutional education, meaning that the education provided to the students are not fit under district policies and state policies. So removing some support and school-based programs that actually help the school expand their reach to students is really doing a disservice to the children and the youth that live there because you're not only providing them with an unconstitutionalized and low amount of education compared to the rest of New Jersey. And now you're removing that certain program from them that actually benefits them and helps them get to college. You're just doing community disservice and not helping the youth learn and grow. All right. Thank you. Um, Amanda? I would like to say is that I like to say that the bridge is the backbone of the school. It helps keep the school steady and helps students go onto the right path. By removing the bridge, you're removing wonderful opportunities. And Irvington High School has a lot of negatives and a few positives. And one of those positives are the bridge. And if you remove that really big factor, of Irvington High School, you're removing half of the positives that we do bring to the school because the bridge does everything that the school lacks plus more. So therefore, by removing it, you're making the school worse and making the process of students graduating, going to high, going to college, like less, like you know, less by a chance because the school doesn't really give you the opportunity to teach you about college or teach you how to maneuver after high school. The bridge does that. If actually, if you fund more into the bridge, you're funding into the school. Wow. So, you know, if you put more money into the bridge, you're putting more money into the students, making Everton High more, making Everton High way better than everybody is. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Look at you guys. You guys are like, this is like a long letter that we can start writing. Carissa, do you have something? Yes, 100%. Definitely, I have something to say. <laughs> it's like, I've been waiting for you to call on me this whole entire time. Okay. Um, so what I can say is that um, if you truly care about us, you would not be trying to take the bridge away. And also, by taking the bridge away, you're impacting your future 
because these are the lives of future doctors, future lawyers, people who have a great potential and are going to do big things in life. By taking away the bridge, you're impacting your future because at the end of the day, we're going to be the ones to help you. We're going to be the ones to be in the government, make rules, all sort of things. And so you have to support us along the way also. Well, that's awesome. I'm telling you guys, you guys were like on your way to writing like a really great letter. She started like, this is our virtual letter to the state. Uh, and continue. So. My last question to all of you guys is if you had to say something to your freshman self coming in, what would you have said? What would you have told your freshman self? Wear gloves at the Oasis. (laughs) Because my freshman year, when I went to Oasis, I had no gloves whatsoever. And it was cold, and we were, like, taking out all these vegetables and stuff. Yeah. And my fingers were frozen. They were dirty. I couldn't feel my fingertips. It it's was cold. the worst. You guys are going to Oasis next week, right? Yeah. It's on the, um... Friday. This Friday? No, next Friday. Oh, oh okay. Next Friday. <laughs> I have to send you guys the stuff for the permission slip. So, wear your gloves. What else would you guys tell your freshman self? I would say um, it gets better, just um, network. So connections, um, build your public image and, um, you know, market yourself because that's really what you're doing in life. You're marketing yourself and you're really building your professional image to others so that you can become successful. Ooh, I see where you're going. Okay, all right. Thinking, Thinking big, starting early. All right. Uh, what's what they say to myself is first of all, as I would a tell freshman, myself, as the freshman, I will tell myself first that hate is the big word and you should never use it for a person. So I've learned that from the bridge, by the way. So oh, you did. I should. Yeah, and I've been using the word hate for when I was a freshman for a long time. So now I know better to not use the word hate than okay. to use words like dislike and all of that. Um, second, I would tell myself about different opportunities, things that I should really, I should do more for, to accomplish myself. I'm, I, I should just, I'm, what I, I need to do is like, for my freshman year, I just need to like motivate myself. Cause if I motivate myself to do something, then I'll be able to do more. So that's what I do for my freshman year. If I was. Yeah. Carissa, what would you have you told yourself? four years ago as a freshman? Um, I would have told myself that uh, I should give myself more credit because I am so much better than I give myself credit for. And I'd also tell myself not to give up because everything is all worth it in the end. Yeah. I like these lessons. Um, I know this was my last question, but this is really now my last, last question. Wait, wait, wait. I forgot like one more thing. Okay. Wear gloves at Oasis and spend as much time as you can with Mr. Lin because I miss him a lot. Uh, I know. I miss Mr. Lin too. Rest in peace, Mr. Lin. I know you're watching us and, you know, probably scolding us for not wearing gloves. So, 
Don't worry, though. We're going to wear our gloves. Um, what, what, name one lesson you guys have learned before we start getting ready to close up shop. Name one lesson you guys have learned from the bridge. If you don't do it now, you won't ever get a second chance. Oh, I like that. Marcus, I know you've learned something or other. I've learned a lot, but I'm trying to think of something that I learned, but maybe forgot. But, uh, let me think. What I learned is like one thing I like learned that really helped me is about just not to blame yourself of things that are really not your fault. You should like question your, you should not at least try to question. You should always go on the path that you think is right and go ch challenge yourself, which I have experienced at the bridge. Me, you know, me and Miss Vanessa, we'd be boxing on different topics and everything. So yeah. I should always challenge myself and like, yeah. Yeah, she's good at that. <laughs> she's good at challenging people. What have you learned, Amanda? Um, at the bridge. Mhm. Mm well, I learned not to compare myself to others. Carissa, I would say to take any opportunity that presents itself to you. I've done like so many uh, community service opportunities and hours and each one of them has taught me so much and it, it either helps me in my life or in my school career and that's something that's very important that you don't just find anywhere and yeah definitely but I also have a plug so as Carl said uh, <laughs> I know a way how you can make connections with business professionals I participated in a program called the DSY All-Stars, and I am actually an alum, and I got the opportunity to meet with various business professionals, so I can give you information to apply. You'll definitely get in, but yeah, it's very helpful. Oh, oh, last thing before I say, I completely forgot. Um, the bridge is also a great resource to get into college. What I mean is they... Um, they are really sponsor scene halls um trio program known as upward bound and i'm also an alum of that four-year program and they do give scholarships as you know scene hall is a sixty thousand dollar private catholic institution and it's not for everyone it doesn't accept everyone and i was i had the opportunity to go to their pre-college prep program through the bridge take a multitude of courses meet so many professors instructors and now i'm having this opportunity to attend their prestigious university hopefully in um march yay congrats carl yeah also without the bridge we wouldn't have this bomb podcast so yeah that's true without the bridge this podcast would not exist so and we would not be able to flood everyone's ears every week with our wonderful voices so um i appreciate as always so this is us wrapping it up um so we kind of did our lessons we, should we count our lessons as our last minute thoughts what do you guys think marcus yeah i think that's a great way to end it okay so we'll count our lessons as our last minute thoughts 
Um, does anybody want to end with anything in particular? Does anybody want to say anything before I do my last minute spiel? Amanda, you have your finger on your nose. Do you want to say something? Anybody? I just, I just want to say that the bridge will forever be useful as long as Everton High School stands. Yeah. Oh. Agreed. Uh, yes, Carl? I would also like to say um, make life easier for your future self and stop procrastinating. Yes. Amen to that. I'm a huge procrastinator, so I would fall behind that. Anybody else? Oh, you didn't have to call me out like that. <laughs> you literally called me out. Um, well, what I can say is that uh, help the bridge while the bridge helps you. So there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of students who uh, know about the bridge but still don't want to come in. Um, you're not losing anything, so just just take a chance, and the bridge will definitely help you meet your goals. I guarantee Yes. Um, Marcus, do you have anything? Uh, what I have is that um, just take every opportunity that you have. Always try to strive more, become, have more confidence in yourself, and always proceed forever. Go, always pass all the obstacles that you have, and continue to be the best person that you can be. There you go. Awesome. Um, so as we end this podcast, I would like to say thank you to my guests for coming on and sharing their stories and sharing how the, uh, how the Imani Center has, you know, influenced your lives and, you know, has changed you in some, in some capacity. And those who are listening to this podcast, if you know about the Imani Center, uh, have heard about the Imani Center, not sure about the Imani Center, please come through. You know, we're not that scary. We want to help you. We're here for you. These students can verify that you've heard how they, how they care about the Imani Center. So we, we're here. You know, you've got nothing to lose. Students who are, who are members of the Imani Center, please bring your friends. We want to meet them. We want to know about them. We, you know, we're here. We're a community and we're here for you. Um, and we, I just want to say thank you to everybody who listens to this podcast, uh, and joining us again for another week of the Imani Safe Space. Um, this is another great episode. You can check us out on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean. Uh, you can also go on our website, theimanisafespace.com, and you can, you know, give us a shout out, subscribe to us, let us know what you think. And I, you know, I feel like I'm a broken record, but I always feel like we should have some music because it feels kind of dull. Like, you know, I go in, I, I'm going to start singing like a boom, 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 like kind of, you know, but nobody wants to hear me, like, you know, bounce from mixes. I don't know. But I, you know, I feel like we should end with some, you know, start with some music, end with some music. So if you're musically inclined, as I am not, uh, please send your music if you think you got it. 
we want to hear it, we'll play it, we'll give you, obviously give you all the credits. Um, and yeah, check us out, uh, check us out again. And we can't wait to see you again next week. Check, check you out again next week. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, see you guys later.